Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm German like the Bible. When did this happen? That means I turned 29 a month ago, and it does not feel like a month has passed. That means that I turn 42 in five days? Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That don't make no sense. It doesn't. Until you said that, I'm like, 20, I'm like I've been 29 for a month. It don't for feel a like month. a month. It, do, it doesn't feel like a month at all. We blinked. And a lot of things were done in that month. Yeah. Okay. A rat. It's It's a rat. You know what today is? Today is National Forgiveness Day. Okay. You know what I think (laughs) should be done on National Forgiveness Day every year? What? I think that we have Juneteenth on the 19th. Okay. And I think on National Forgiveness Day, that should be like white people Juneteenth on the 25th. (laughs) And they should ask for forgiveness. There's going to be like Nancy Pelosi them in the, in the, uh... In the, the stoles, yes. <laughs> on bended knee. On bended knee, <laughs> yeah. I think this is also a day when, like, coons can come back to the fold. But they got to come to the altar. I was like, they used to kind of come back? No, they yes. got to come okay. back. They, they got to come to the altar and, like, ask for forgiveness. Okay. It's going to be like that Mary Ann Williamson video of, like, <laughs> all the white people surrounding <laughs> the black person. <laughs> Yes, actually. For forgiveness. Yes. And praying. So, you know, I mean, that's a real thing. You know, in Rwanda, after the genocide, like, that was a part of the healing for the community. Like, they brought people in to help, like, the Hutu and Tutsi people who, like, mm-hmm. like I literally saw you kill my cousin. Right. But we still live here. So, yes, like, how yes. do we how do we make a path forward? And literally, it was, like, it was just that. It was healing circles and, like, laying a hands on. I'd have had to move. I must say, part of me feels like maybe I'm not there yet mentally and emotionally. I feel like, just get out of my way. Like, I don't, know if I, I, need, I don't know if I need you, like, all this atonement, like, all this touching and stuff. Give me my things and get out of the way. The reason why in Rwanda it was necessary was because they were like, this divisiveness wasn't even from y'all. Right. Like, this was right. white people that came in and created this divisiveness. Mm-hmm. And, like, we really need to, like, not only heal, like, the harm that we caused each other, but we also need to smote out yeah. The division that was supplanted here by the colonizers. The white supremacy. Happy Monday. <laughs> First break. Already right, in right. it. Already in it. Uh, anyways, what do we have coming up for today? Well, later today, we're going to talk about the BET Awards. They were last night, so we're going to get into that. I did know. not attend. <laughs> Neither did I. What happened if I invite <laughs> BET? Um, kind of- I, I was invited. I just... Oh, so you got to Okay. I was, I, mean, I literally hosted the BET Awards you in 2020. Did. You did. But I need, if I'm going to be invited to ho- to something that I've already hosted, like I need to have a red carpet. Like, okay, let me not say that. But I just need to know that I'm going to be taken care of. Got you. Don't Got have you. me sitting in, <laughs> you know, the boondocks doing. There's know. Amanda up there, y'all. Yeah, like we <laughs> going to have. It's a plane. <laughs> it's Amanda. Also, we got to talk about Congressman John Lewis. He gets a service stamp, you know. I guess stamps are a thing. Maybe. Stamps are, yes, I'll get into that. <laughs> Flex Erica Badu went off on her fans during the show, and we're going to talk about why. But coming up this first hour, we have 60 second headlines, and we're going to talk about what DC is doing 
and they're the first to do it in the country. So it'll be a big thing. It is. I'm, I really actually am. I really like that story. So make sure you stay connected with us. If you want to uh, follow us on social media, all you got to do is go to Seal Set It. You can give us a call at one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. All right, y'all. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seal Show. Let's get this party started. Amanda Seals show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it is time for Black Hair News. That's right. So one of your favorite cities, Amanda, D.C. Well, it's not really a city. The district. It's a city. Does it count as a city still? It's a metropolis. Absolutely. Okay. Um, the District of Columbia. <laughs> they're doing something great. So next school year, starting in fourth grade, every student in the district's traditional public and charter schools will have to take classes on menstrual health, regardless of gender making D.C. the first jurisdiction in the country with specific universal standards for this. Um, so for most kids, they don't learn about, learn at school about reproductive health as far as like, you know, STDs. Learn That's about all sex. you learn about. <laughs> That's literally all you learn about. <laughs> learn about sex, how, to, how babies are made. That's but- why it's so crazy to me that people are like, really like these parents are like, we don't want our kids to learn about sex. Like we was learning in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Like if you go behind the stairwell with Janar, you could get, syphilis yeah yeah they don't even talk about getting pregnant just the syphilis they would talk about they would show you pictures (laughs) this is gonorrhea this i mean i have the pictures just emblazoned in my mind don't go behind that stairwell they wasn't taking me nowhere i was flat chested till 99 (laughs) but while they're talking about that it's surprisingly there's little information on like periods and how to prepare for them and why they happen mind you the girls is getting the periods early okay all that mcdonald's (laughs) How McDonald's get in it? <laughs> the hormones <laughs> and the food. Well, students will cover topics such as how menstrual cycles work and where to find sanitary products and the stigma that often accompanies, you know, menstruation at schools. I think this is really great also because it really it says that it is an all gender experience. So mm-hmm. even the boys are going to have to learn about this. And for so long, this has been treated as like, hush, mm-hmm. hush, hush. You know, even though it's a completely naturally occurring thing right. for literally half the world. That's happening <laughs> while girls are at school. Yes, it's happening while girls are at school. And there does need to be an empathy surrounding it. Surrounding mm-hmm. it. Like Spain just became the first country that actually has PTO for premenstrual cramps like for and and people don't understand i saw that there was a study where the doctors said that like cramps premenstrual pain when it's severe can be at the same level of pain as a heart attack really sir yes (laughs) in my early 20s it was so crazy my first day of my period i fainted and I, i fainted just like in a post office before oh wow like i was literally just talking to the lady and just fell out and somebody was like, she got her period. I don't even know how. I just remember an echo. She must have her period. I'm like, y'all knew about this? Because I didn't know about this. I remember being at Sirius Satellite Radio and I was in the middle of interviewing. I was, no, I wasn't even interviewing him. I was talking to this artist, Smitty, I think his name was, from like Miami. Mm-hmm. And I was literally in the middle of a conversation and just painted. Your body's just like giving out. And you know what they did? What? They pulled, they dragged me by my legs and pulled me and put me under the reception desk. About the things that have happened in my life, I'm like, I don't have to write a show. It's already written. And so I had to sit under that desk and like get my wits about me. And then they're like, okay, we're gonna call you a cab. (laughs) But I just say all of that to say that I think 
this is also a very important step in getting Roe v. Wade repealed in the near, in the future. Really? Because it's education. Yes, yes. It's education and it's educating young people. Gotcha. Okay. About women's reproductive health and normalizing mm-hmm. the realities of women's reproductive health. Mm-hmm. And that is everybody's issue. And how just the body works in general. In like ge- under, if, if, <laughs> and at the bare minimum, if you go make laws about something, you should know how it works. <laughs> Just at the bare, the bare baseline. I feel like if you interviewed like all of those men that are making these decisions and asked mm-hmm. them how many holes do women have, they would ninety percent of them would get the wrong answer. Let's ask you: How many holes do women have? How if I get in it? Uh, two, three. It's three. Oh, listen, y'all. I don't, I'm on the other side of the. the it's section, three. So I, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know. But that's, I, my, that's my excuse. But it's you know what? I didn't even know. It's a hole, and then there's another hole in the hole. That's where the urine comes out of, and then okay. you got a booty hole, <laughs> and it's brown around these parts. All right, I am screaming. That really took a left turn. But shout <laughs> it, out to DC with the it? minstrel. I feel like it actually was the whole conversation. It was. She know she was trying to. She's trying to spread. <laughs> body autonomy <laughs> and anatomy all right we're gonna be right back with more black your news keep it right here at the amanda seal show. amanda seal show we up we up we up it's the amanda seal show happy monday everybody i am amanda seals your favorite comedian and common sense specialist and i'm jeremiah like the bible all right what do we got cracking for this next uh black your news story so Amanda, I don't know if you if you found out over the weekend, but Double XL released their new freshman class cover. Ooh, the coveted cover, you know that this is a tradition. It is. It just predicts like you know who's up next in hip hop. You know some of the people's favorite rappers. I know you know none of these people. I don't. You do. I know. I barely know some of these people, <laughs> but I have a list, so it doesn't matter. Okay. But what we're gonna do is I'm gonna give you a name. I want you to tell me if this person's actually on the list or not on the list. <laughs> <laughs> So wait, is this is the name that you're giving an actual rapper or is this a fake name? It's a fake name. Oh <laughs> first up, we have Real Boston Richie. Real Boston Richie. I'm gonna say yes, that's a real person. You think so? Yes. You're correct. Real Boston Richie yeah. is on the list. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Next we have Lola Brooke. That just, these kids, that sounds too normal. So I'm going to say that's a big name. People in the car almost saying like, ah, they hit the brakes because Lola Brooke is a real person. Oh. She got the song, don't play with it, don't play with it, don't play with it. All right, I will no longer play with it. And she's like four feet tall. Oh, cute. Yeah, I actually can rap, surprisingly. So I love it. Yeah, I actually can rap. All right, ladies on the mic. All right, next up we have Bigfoot Big Dollar. Please tell me that's a fake name. Please. Why would you think that's a fake name, Amanda? Bigfoot, Big Dollar? Just think about it. You have big feet, big shoes to fill, and hip-hop, big money, big No, ride. I want it to be a fake name. It's a fake name, isn't it? Yes, yeah, a fake name. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. But that's not far-fetched. Bigfoot, Big Dollar, make them big hoes holler. Like, I mean... I mean, because, you know, part of the freshman class, you have your freestyle, so I'm sure they would have came. <laughs> All right, next up we have Rob49, the number 49. So Rob and the number 49. I think that's a real person. You think so? Yeah. Why do you feel like that's a real person? Um, Because I feel like they just be putting gratuitous numbers and letters with their names. And I honestly feel like Rob is not even the name. I feel like that's actually an acronym. <laughs> Rob49 is a real person. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> All right, next we have Little Mrs. Claus. 
Please, I need this to be a fake person. Little Mrs. Claus, yes. it's a fake. It's a fake. It's a fake. It ain't real. Oh, oh no, actually, no, I got that right. I got that right. Yay. All right. Whew. Little Mrs. Claus was going to hurt me. All right. Up but next. she would have, but, but. What? She would only need to work like three months out the year. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> and she would have the corner. She would have that corner of the business lot because there ain't no comp. Ain't no competition. All right, we do two more. You ready? Yes. All right, next we have Sleazy World Go. And it's also in, as one word. I, it's, a, it's a one person. It is a person, isn't it? It is a person. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, last one. Sleazy World Go? Last one, last one. I'm old, yo. Mr. Long John. <laughs> I hate that that's probably a real person, but it's not. I'm going to, I want, I want it not to be. And so I'm just going to make it not. That's not a real person. You write it in a real person. Yay! <laughs> but you know what's sad is that, not sad, but the reality is all these names could have been real people. So shout out to Glorilla, Finesse Two Times, Lola Brooke, Rob 49, Friday with Two Eyes, Too Rare with the number two, Sleazy World Go, Central C, Real Boston Richie, Lil Top Tyler, L-U-H, um, Tia Corinne, and DC Ladon, the 2023. I know two of them. Same. Which I know Glorilla and I know Central C. Oh, I know Glorilla and Lola. Lola Central C is from Britain. Oh, shout out to Accent rap. Not a big fan of accent rap, y'all. Not a big fan. Uh, that's probably like the only xenophobia I really truly have. I don't like an accent rap. And then when they be like in French, like, I'm like, okay, all right. Well, next up, we got six second headlines, y'all. That's it. Coming up right here, that's the end of Black Eared News, but we always still got more info for you, so don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken, so maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. With Jeremiah Like the Bible. And you know, I got a little bit ahead of myself. I was telling people that we were about to do six-second headlines. But first, I want to talk about the weekend. What did you do this weekend? I got out the house. No. I went to this little thing called Black Market Flea here in LA, where it's basically like a black flea market with black vendors and black people and DJs. Black people have a DJ. Okay. Be a That's DJ always a thing. In grass for y'all to congregate on. But specifically for the reason to I wanted to find black art for my apartment. Oh, did you I accomplished it. I, oh good. I purchased stuff from two black artists. That sounds like a perfect place for that. Yeah. Yeah. You obviously you have like your um food vendors, your clothing vendors, yeah. but a lot of art vendors. Um, so I supported two black female artists. You know, Fabulous. Because also, you know, you want to get original stuff. You can go to the Ross, the Marshalls. But you be no, good. no, no. Be that's giving. way better. Yeah. I mean, whenever I travel, I make a point of buying from, you know, artists. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in Kenya, it was like an abundance uh-huh. of just like 
like uh, independent artists, they'd be having their little booth set up in like the mall, mm-hmm. you know, just be on the side of the street. So that's fabulous. I love that. Black Market Flea. I'm going to try and make that, make, make it out to that. There was something called Foodie Land. Foodie Land. That went down here um, for uh, like, basically it's like all the vent, like the food trucks. Okay, like a food truck festival. Yes, 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 yes. That's what it is. It's like a food truck festival. Mm -hmm. And apparently it's also like carnival food. So it'll be like weird, like zany types of food, like squid on a stick, like stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, funnel cakes. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I said. I literally was like, oh, funnel cakes. The person was like, no, like squid on a stick. And I was like, what carnivals are y'all at? <laughs> right. That feels very... Um, That's a lot. Mm-hmm. That feels very Little Mermaid Carnival. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, or like, <laughs> release the Kraken! Um, what did you do this weekend? What did I do this weekend? I went to Lamert Park because I had to drive oh. all the way out there to support a uh, black seamstress. Okay. I could have gotten my stuff altered at the dry cleaner right here, but I said, no, I'm going to go out. I was like Lamar Park. That's far. It's it was a journey, <laughs> but you know what? Sometimes it's nice to just be in the car. And I actually like I just drove in silence, just getting my head together. Yeah, that's because it's a new chapter coming that I've really got to prepare for. And I said, <laughs> you said that's lots of silence. <laughs> if so, y'all knew how far I'm in from Lamar Park <laughs> to drive in silence, is a long time. So I had to just let I let that I let that time be like a, a nice time. And then on uh, Sunday, Devon and I went to the beach. I need to go to the beach. You know what's really dope though? We live kind of close to the beach, and so we are, we're able to just like spontaneously go to the beach. Like mm-hmm. it's twenty minutes away versus forty five minutes. So like where I used to live in LA, it was like you got to have a beach day. Right. You got to like make a plan. We're gonna go out here. We're gonna spend the day. Whereas like we can be like, you know what? Let's dip off. See, my old spot was like that, and I, I never went to the beach. So now that I'm further from the beach, I'm like, dang. Yeah, you got it. I that, was right. It, there. No, it's true though. <laughs> when you live that close, you got to force yourself, or else you take it for granted. Mm-hmm. So, but it was nice and uh, it was relaxing. And like I said, there's a lot of stuff coming down the pike for this new space I'm stepping in. So I really needed it. So shout out to all of y'all for uh, listening to us over your weekend. Because I know that's something people do. They listen to the podcast. You know, they listen to small doses during their weekends. And uh, I'm glad that we could enjoy your weekend with you. When we get back, we got six second headlines next right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it's time for 60 Second Headlines. All right, so first up, Maury Povich is gearing up to release his own line of at-home fraternity tests called The Results Are In. What took him so long? <laughs> Hello, you are the marketer. Plus, Twitter reacted poorly to OceanGate's job posting for a new submarine pilot following the Titanic tragedy. Wait, were they joking? Because that's really insane. Y'all don't need a new pilot. Y'all need a new job. Leave the ocean alone. Leave it alone. Well, Rihanna's even leaving her job alone because she's stepping down as CEO of Savage Fenty. So who's going to be in her place? (laughs) ASAP? Let me find out he's about to be the exec. Also coming up, coming up next, we have nearly half of the U.S. honeybee colonies died last year, struggling beekeepers to stabilize the population. People don't understand this is like a really big deal because bees are a huge part of our ecosystem and like keeping things going. So when the bees die, it's just a very great indicator that bigger things and worse things are happening. So, oh, wow. Yeah. So when you have like all these like <laughs> legislators being like, there's no such thing as like climate change. It's like, what do you think is causing things like this to happen? It's a very big problem. Well, that's it for 60 seconds, Amanda. I mean, 
pray for the bees. I don't. <laughs> Here's the positive thing. They said it's troubling, but even though 48% of the colonies were lost in the year that ended April 1st, the number of United States honeybee colonies did remain relatively stable. All right now, because I was scared. But they are crucial to the food supply. They pollinate more than 100 of the crops we eat. Did I know that? <laughs> Nuts, vegetables, berries, citrus, melons. So you mean to tell me all these animals really got got a purpose in the uh the nature? nature I have yet I have yet to know the purpose for roaches and mosquitoes, but for the most part, yes. So y'all got a purpose, okay? Yes. Uh, those are our six second headlines. Coming up next hour, we're going to talk about the Bet Awards, the Black Entertainment Television Awards, plus the Big Up Let Down. All that and more coming up right here on my show, The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up, we. We up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, and I'm here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. All right, we got to send some birthday wishes out to my fellow Cancers, Derek Jeter, Iman Shumpert, and Shannon Sharp. Okay. Yeah. Hot so. athlete. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So shout out to all my birthday people, you know, Cancers, all of them very sensitive. Sensitive. Iman Sharp was born in 1990. He seems so much older than my head. Because he has had an entire family since 1990. Okay. He's really, <laughs> I think also because he's like really tall. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I think for some reason, like height equates to like older to me. In my mind, like, I mean, him and Tiana like got together and then like got a yeah. family going like really, really early on. And yeah. it wasn't this like, him and another woman like it was like him and somebody that we knew right. and we also have known her since 16 maybe that's Sweet 16 so yeah. I think that's part of it and they like they have an actual family family like look no, at like, us we're yes. family people we are family people we <laughs> have two children we take pictures together cause some of y'all got kids and well, those are my yeah. kids over there um, yeah. they at my mama house her they, they, my girl posted pictures of the kids <laughs> right 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 here's me working out <laughs> Woo, get it together, y'all. Take care of y'all kids. Um, so what do we got going on this hour? We're going to talk about a Florida judge who blocked the ban on using Medicaid for gender-affirming care down in Florida. Plus the BET Awards last night. So we're going to talk about the winners, some of the fashions, and more. Plus your Big Up Let Down is coming up this hour. Ooh, we love it. We love a Big Up and Let Down. We also love when you call and share your things that you learned this week. Every Friday, I share mine with y'all. And every day is a day that you can pique your curiosity and share what you have learned with us and I just really really do love getting calls from y'all where you inform us of things that we just did not know about because sharing is caring I mean I learned about the honeybees last hour knowledge and is the power and the importance of the honeybees yes yes y'all knowledge is power so make sure to hit us up one eight five five amanda 8 that's one eight five five two six two six three two eight, and share the things that you have learned this week also remember you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast you can also listen to our other podcast small doses Small Doses podcast this week featuring the incredible and brilliant visionary vocalist Duran Bernard speaking about side effects of daring to be different. And I love how much people are loving this episode. They really have spoken about it. So if you haven't checked it out yet, go to wherever you get your podcast to listen and you can watch it at Amanda Seals TV. All right, we'll be right back. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. See Amanda Seals show. Blaggery, 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 new. Blaggery, blaggery, new. Pop, pop, culture. Blaggery, new. 
Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And I am ready for some Black Hero News. Are you ready? Locked in? Yes. All right, let's do it. So a federal judge in Florida, y'all, struck down the state's attempt to exclude gender-affirming care from Medicaid um, coverage. So in a 54-page decision, the U.S. District Judge Robert Hinkle said Florida's recently enacted ban on Medicaid coverage for gender-affirming care focused on politics rather than legitimate concerns for patients. And the decision came a few weeks after Hinkle ruled that three transgender minors in the state should be able to receive puberty blockers despite the Florida's restrictions for such treatments. So, you know, the judge is kicking in the dough on the census and these rules we're coming up with. You know, the reality is that we all know that there is a constitution Mm -hmm. that has been here long before (laughs) Ron DeSantis and that for what it's worth has been here long before these very extremist views about who mm-hmm. should get what, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I really appreciate that this is being taken seriously because for what it's worth, there is not, there's also just not enough information being provided by the people who are against this to even support why they're against it. They are simply against transgender people. Mm-hmm. They're against difference. Mm-hmm. They're not, against, they're not protecting children. They're not trying to support children because they're also talking about the other side of their neck when they're like, we are about parents' rights. No, you're not. You're only about the rights of parents who agree with your libertarian ex. Well, I don't even know if libertarian is the right word, but with your white nationalist and Christian hetero, extra extremo, <laughs> hypo turbo thought processes. We are not talking about going under the knife. That is not what is being discussed. Not okay. It is not nip tuck. So we can't support suppression of not only knowledge. We also can't support suppression of people's rights to take care of their homes as they see fit without government involvement. Now I saw Chris Christie who be pandering like a mofo. What he say? He was saying that he actually agrees, but with, I know that he be saying whatever just to get a vote. I was about to say he agreed with the judges. Uh, yeah, ruling. Okay. Yeah, and he was like, you know, I just don't think that the government should be telling parents how they should best take care of their children. Okay, remember you said it now. Keep that. Keep that same energy. Keep Chris. that same energy. But I love in the fifty-four page decision that the judge said that like he made a point to say this is more about politics and actual legitimate concerns because bottom line y'all are playing these like political games with lives with lives people's actual lived experiences i think we kind of we forget that sometimes when we see like um governors senators representatives with these like laws or these outlandish theories people are impacted on the ground by the things that they're saying that they're doing in a real way this this isn't just lip service this isn't just pen on paper like these things have real impact in real ways for many communities also liked that the judge pointed out that so there's this thing called the Agency for Healthcare, which like that name alone sounds like one of those names that we made up for right. the game we played <laughs> earlier for Double uh, XL's freshman cover. But the Agency for Healthcare report in June claimed that gender affirming care was experimental, thus not meeting the requirements for Medicaid coverage. By the way. You can basically say that all healthcare is experimental. Right. I mean, look at the amount of trials that they have for cancer mm-hmm. that end up saving lives. Well, that's what they call it, practicing medicine. It's also science. Mm-hmm. And science is experimental. Yeah. It's based on hypothesis. Uh, but nonetheless, the judge called the report flawed and said it was a biased effort to justify a predetermined outcome and not a fair analysis of the evidence. This is a big win also because it's one of the few times in recent history where it feels like, oh, justice is actually 
prevailing. So there's an estimated 9,000 trans individuals in Florida that rely on Medicaid for gender-affirming coverage, and they're going to get to continue that, and I love that. We love that for them. Shout out to the 9, the 9K. 9K down <laughs> in the FLA. When we come back, we'll talk about these BET Awards. Plus, we got today's Big Up Let Down all next on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. What's up, y'all? Jeremy like the Bible. So last night was the BET Awards. It was. Uh, shout out to my people's Jesse Collins Entertainment that produced the BET Awards for the 511th time. <laughs> uh, I did not attend the show, but, you know, of course, like there were performances, like yes. people won awards, blah, 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 blah. You know what the most important thing to me was? What? Quavo and Offset coming together to pay tribute to take off. Yes, that was a beautiful sight. Especially at the BET Awards. Like, Yeah, not at the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You know, at home. Mm-hmm. And I've got to shout out Jesse Collins and them because I know that this was a Jesse Collins situation. Mm-hmm. Because I, y'all need to understand, like, executive producers are really in the background, but they really be the ones, like, pulling the levers to make all of these things happen, to get mm-hmm. these artists to be like, okay, I'm down, I'm not down, et cetera, et cetera. So I know that it took, like, Real, this is probably, this probably took more effort than like the talks that they're having to do to try and stop things in Russia and Ukraine. <laughs> like there's a lot of diplomacy, a no. lot of moving back and forth. But I'm happy they were able to come to, to an agreement to get on stage because this is culture. Like this is, when you think of the Amigos, like BET, like what they mean to our community. They are culture and they right. know that. They literally, they have, literally have an album called Culture. culture. Offset the Child, named Culture. Yeah. Um... So to see that at the BZ Awards, especially in in light in light, I'm not sure what I use, um, with off, offsets, takeoffs, um, passing, murder, passing, yeah, I'm happy to see it. You know what? I also am happy to see they were. It was very clear that they were connecting on stage. You mm-hmm. know that there wasn't just like okay, we're gonna do this, you know, but whatever. Like I, I don't know what happened between them. Whatever it was, it was very significant. Mm-hmm. But you said something the other day that I was really like, damn, like they, it was just them. It's the three of them. Like there's just certain stuff that's like, it ain't about the manager. Mm -hmm. It ain't about Cardi. It's like, it's the three of us. And we really like changed our lives. And they added to music. They changed it. They changed culture. Cause we all do the, we know Amigos ad lib. Yes. It's a sound. It's a style. (laughs) You see like, you see before music, hip hop before Amigos, hip hop after Amigos. Yes. And they added, they even, like, the the triplet rap is a style of rap Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. actually popularize. It's kind of like when people play the games with, like, singers, and they like, mimic a singer. You can mimic Amigos' cadence very easily and identify, oh, that's Amigos, that's Quavo, that's Offset, that's Takeoff. So I'm happy for that. There were other winners last night as well. So, you know, you had Lotto, Take Home Best Female Hip Hop Artist. So shout out to Lotto. You know, she ripped us about that plastic. Acting brand new. Um, Tiana Taylor won Video Director of the Year. Fun. I love that for her. You know, she, she had a time in music. They was giving her hell over there. Which is the business. pivoting, too, into yeah. being more of a tastemaker, but from a like creative. a different angle. Yeah, I love that. Breast new artist was a Coco Jones. I love Coco Jones. You do? And if you know her story, like she really went through it with like with Disney and all that. Yeah. And it's like a whole new resurgence That's of her beautiful. career. Especially like at her at a young age. Um, the BET Her Award went to Beyonce for Break My Soul. You know, she on tour getting BET Awards too. <laughs> so shout out to Beyonce. And everybody else that took home a BET Award last night, people was kind of skeptical, Amanda. 
over the weekend. They was like, we ain't heard nothing BET. The show well, coming Well, because, up. you know, Taraji pulled out <laughs> yeah. because of the writer's strike. So it was right. like, well, what's going to happen? Be like, we heard but no announcements. I know my folks over there at Jesse Collins Entertainment. They know how to put things together. Remember, we did a whole BET Awards in my house so in when 2020. You, when you hosting again, what's going on? Well, I did say earlier, uh, 44 is my... Is it? I didn't say that, actually. Oh, you did. That <laughs> <laughs> was like you did. Um, well, a psychic once told me that 44 is my year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got two more. Okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll get to host it live <laughs> in front yes. of actual people. Yes, yes. Instead of in your home. Yes. <laughs> in front of a green screen. Correct. <laughs> it was a time. And I don't feel like I get any respect for it and I should get the most respectful. It was, a, it was a, a hard time. People, like, honestly, I know you did it, but in my head, like, 2020 does not exist in my brain. I hear you. But BT knows that I did it. <laughs> You're my girl, her stuff, y'all. Stop playing with her. Let me tell you, that was a whole other time. I ain't gonna go there. <laughs> anyhow, anywho, anyhui, we got the big up let down when we get back. That's so keep right. it right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Let Down. Let Down. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seal. And Amanda, the people have been waiting with bated breath for your Big Up Let Big Down. Up, big Up. Let's get into it. All right, today's Big Up Big Up goes to the 69-year-old woman from Idaho who was sentenced for her involvement in the January 6th riots and she pled guilty. Now, Y'all are like, dang, Amanda, like, you're giving a big up to this woman being sentenced for her involvement? No. The reason she's getting the big up is because after the case, she said, I am not a victim of January 6th. I pled guilty because I was guilty. Y'all, she's waking up. She's waking up from the brainwashing. She said, her name is Pam Hemphill, okay? She's going to be on probation for three years and must pay a $5,000 fine. She was sentenced to two months in jail for her participation in the January 6, 2021 siege of the U.S. Capitol building. And Pam said, I have asked Gateway Pundit to remove my name and not to use my arrest and sentence to prove the government was wrong. I feel grateful that they didn't give me more time. I'm ashamed to say that I was there on January 6th. I can't tell you how much of a big up this is because she really is one of the people who was brainwashed. And you know who did the brainwashing? Who? Former President Donald J. Trump, (laughs) who is 
also on the hook for this because, by the way, um, Special Prosecutor uh, Smith, Jack Smith, mm-hmm. <laughs> he just secured immunity for two witnesses uh, to testify against Trump in the indictment that's coming for his involvement in the January 6th season. <laughs> So that's a bonus big up. Big up, big up. All right, let's get into a let down. You know, some might say that heaven ain't real. Okay. Some might say that the spirit realm don't exist. But it's times like this where at the very least, you know, karma is a bit. We just lost our beloved Tina Turner. Mm-hmm. And now here we have Ike Turner Jr. Busted for crack in Texas after cops claim he tried to eat the drug. Oh no. That can't be safe. That can't be safe. <laughs> now, this is um her son, mm-hmm. Ike Turner Jr. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is sad AF that you are 64 and on crack. 64. Yes. And I just see, I just feel like, you know, it's, 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 you got your daddy name. I feel like you were, you were burdened with his karma by having his name. He was pulled over last month for a broken car light. After police noticed his attempt to consume items in his car, they discovered seven grams of methamphetamine and 1.7 grams of crack cocaine. He tried to eat the drugs, y'all. Tried to eat the drugs. So... This is not her, like, blood son. Oh. No. This is her adopted son. Got it. Okay. Yeah. That make you feel better, don't it? (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's honestly very sad. All right. You watched the movie. Okay, yeah. It's sad. And his father died of a cocaine overdose in 07. Dang. So we do know that addiction is genetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope for him. I also want to give a, just a bonus big up, big up. to an old friend of mine who reached out to me and said that uh, they would love to resume our friendship and uh, that the reason why our friendship was never able to continue is because they've been an alcoholic this whole time and they're going to rehab. Well, look at that. National Forgiveness Day. National Forgiveness <laughs> Day. Yep, yep, yep. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals. <laughs> I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we love that you guys listen to the show all the time. Mm-hmm. And if you miss anything, you can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcast. Plus, we're always taking your calls on any topic. Or you can just call us and say, what's up? Because, you know, we love to hear from y'all. Call us anytime at one 855 Amanda 8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Last week, we talked about going no contact with parents on Group Chat Thursday. We have a call from Atlanta you know, with a comment. Hey, Amanda, this is Michael from Atlanta. So, I do believe in no contact with parents and also family members, depending on what it is. For me, I cut off several family members, including pretty much the whole side of my mom's family for, you know, condoning kids being abused, actually, mentally, financially, um, and this is from ages of seven all the way to adulthood for some cases. For me personally, I believe you try to give your kid protection, love, guidance. That's the job of a parent. If you can't do it, pass your child off to somebody else, they can. A family member that's competent enough to do all that. So that's my take. You and Jeremiah are doing an amazing job. And um, I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Have a good one. He said the whole family. The whole family. That's how you know it's deep. You gotta cut the whole family off. <laughs> I mean, listen, 
that whole thing about like uh, just allowing kids to be abused. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what is the protecting that's being done. Like you're protecting the family name uh, for who? For what? I mean, is it is it because of money legacy? I just feel like at the end of the day, that right there is the defeats the purpose of having a family. Well, I think too. I think sometimes when something happens in that family and it's something bad that happens. You know, when you address it, you have to acknowledge everyone's role in that, if that makes sense. And I feel like some people don't want to accept their role in somebody else's bad behavior because it requires them to take accountability. Even if they aren't, for instance, if you're, you have a child and your child does something bad, you have to reflect on yourself as a parent. Like, what did I do to contribute to this both negatively or positively? Right. And I don't think some people want to do that. So for them, it's easier to be like, oh, we, nothing happened, everybody. Everybody just keep on going. Keep on smiling. The sweeping under the rug. Um, Very black family. The sweep under the rug. Yeah. And take pretty pictures. And put them on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at all of us in plaid. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, thank you for calling. That was a real important topic that we were talking about last week mm-hmm. on the group chat about uh, no contact. And it was inspired by Ming and Aoki Lee from, uh, you know, Russell Simmons and Kim Morris Lee Simmons' children and them saying that they about to go no contact with their daddy. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go public with the no contact, I'm basically telling everybody (laughs) in the world that I'm not talking to you no more. We've reached the the threshold. That's a doozy. But you know what? I'll bet they'll be more at peace. And that's what sucks when you end up realizing, like, damn, like me disconnecting from the person who gave me life brings me more peace in this Mm -hmm. life. But you got to remember you know, something, y'all. Like, you can't choose your parents. You can't choose your family. But you can choose your path. Amen. All right. We'll be right back. And you can choose the path of calling us up. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. We got some black girl news. We're going to talk about John Lewis getting a service stamp. All of us are going to talk about stamps. I don't know about these things. <laughs> We're also going to get into our small doses segment. Uh, let y'all know about the latest episode. All that's coming up next on the mm-hmm. Amanda Seal Show. Mm-hmm. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this time. We shine. Seals. I'm Jeremy, I like the Bible. And uh, before we get into what we got coming up on Black Earth History, I mean, Black Earth News, today, on this day in history, January, tw- January, Lord, <laughs> July 26th. July, June. Where are you? You're, like, you're, you're in the past, you're in the future. You Hippolyta from uh, yes, Love Forever Yes, yes. <laughs> Jamaican born pilot, Barrington Irvin. Previously held the record for the youngest person to pilot a plane around the world solo. A feat he accomplished in 2007. Y'all know I hate a first black, but I'm going to add this one too. He also is the first black person and first yaddy, first Jamaican to accomplish this feat. Big deal. That's important because Jamaicans want you to know that they're Jamaican. That's pretty much <laughs> at the same level as how Howard graduates. No, Jamaican- no. Have you met a Jamaican from Howard? That's- <laughs> That's a double whammy. <laughs> a Jamaican from Howard who also grew up in Brooklyn. True hat trick. I actually know somebody. <laughs> They're a lawyer now. Shout out to Garrett. Hat trick. Good shout out to Garrett. Because Garrett's in a crowd and he's shouting out, <laughs> Brooklyn! Bison! Bop, bop, bop! 
all the above. All right, well, what do we got going on in Black Hero News? Coming up this hour in Record News, we're talking about the unveiling of a U.S. Postal Service stamp honoring Congressman John Lewis. We love it. Plus, Erica Badu called out fans for leaving during her show, and she was not happy, Amanda. I know. And plus, we've got your small dose segment. We're talking about daring to be different with Mr. Duran Bernard. Who, by the way, sings backup for Erica Badu. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we gotta get into that, you know. We're gonna get into all of that. Make sure to stay connected with us 24-7 on social media at Seals Said It. Also give us a call at 1-855-MAND8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Y'all know what time it is? It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See you, Amanda Seals. Shut. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. My name is Amanda Seals. My name is Jeremiah I Like the Bible. And it is time for Black Hero News. That's right. So, y'all know John Lewis. R.I.P. to a legend. Yes, a of course. Some people don't know. They're like, who is John Lewis? If you don't know, pull Learn. over and Google right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even want us to have to like, school you on that. Like, you need to get that together. Well, great news for him because lawmakers unveiled a U.S. Postal Service stamp honoring the congressman last week at the U.S. Capitol. Um, the Lewis Forever stamp will be issued in July, just in time for your birthday, Amanda. Look at that. You know what we love about a forever stamp is that you can use them forever. Like the the postage on them doesn't expire. Because, mm-hmm. you know, once upon a time, stamps cost a certain amount. Yes. And then when the stamp price goes up, that stamp is no longer as useful because now you got to use multiple the of those stamps. stamps. Right. But the forever stamps are stamps that are basically no matter what happens in terms of the price of postage, the stamp can be used. In its lifetime. And I want to shout out the photo that they use. It really is a beautiful photo. And stamp have come up because the Shirley Chisholm photo, <laughs> they, I feel like they did her dirty. I feel like she looks like Ving Rhames and Holiday Heart. Um, I am an avid stamp collector. Okay, let me not say that. I wouldn't say I'm an avid stamp collector, but my mother, I am an avid receiver of the stamps that my mother collects for okay, me. Okay. So my mother consistently, they know her so well in the post office that like literally like she, she brings them gifts. <laughs> not they know her. Like from travels. Like she has literally, she's literally been like, oh, we have to go and drop off something for the, the Jamaican Manatee Post Office. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, I know her. Okay. Um, but she always gets me like whatever, particularly like black folk stamps that come out. Um, so mm-hmm. she got me this Marvin Gaye commemorative stamp. And y'all, y'all don't mess. Let me tell you something. Some people might be like, who's still using stamps? But some people, I mean, Jeremiah, like the Bible. Okay, I could be transparent. When our producer told us this story, I'm like, stamps? Who's talking about stamps? <laughs> I mean, shout, I, you know, shout out to John Lewis. And I, and I understand like the 
impact of like having a stamp like to commemorate you. But I'm like, do people really use stamps for real? Are we still doing that? So then I proceeded to pull out a bunch of stamps that yes, I have. So yes. I got this like commemorative um, Marvin Gaye stamp that came in this like really dope folder. And then mm. the actual stamps came in like a record sleeve. And you pull the stamps out and it's, it has like history about Marvin Gaye. Then my mother also got me these Gregory Hines stamps. Uh, so shout out to the mm. legend Gregory Hines, who is, of course, a legendary uh, performer and tap dancer. Then I have the Mahalia Jackson stamps. I have, of course, my Shirley Chisholm stamps. And I got the uh, first printing, like the first run of printing of the August Wilson stamp. Look at you. Look yeah. at me. Got a whole stamp museum over there. Mm-hmm. But some so. other people also have, you know, stamps in case you guys are looking into getting into stamp collecting. <laughs> so you have like Booker T. Washington, who got his in 1940, Frederick Douglass in 1967, 1995. Obviously, Dr. King. Yes. Are there any recent blacks? <laughs> um, Marvin Gaye was 2019. Okay. Maya Angelou, 2015. Mm. Um, Shirley Chisholm, 2014. Ella Fitzgerald, 2007, and Thurgood Marshall, 2003. I still want to stamp. Like, people talk about, like, the the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Keep that. I want to stamp. If I was Puff, I would be vying to, like, get, get me on stamp. a stamp. I you mean, know who needs a stamp? Who? Quincy Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does. Quincy Jones needs a stamp. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's really done enough and put in enough work. Let's get him on one. Let's Maybe that's a new thing. We could bring back the postage. We could bring back the whole mail industry, y'all. One stamp at a time. One stamp at a time. But you know what? When we started doing this radio show, I was like, don't nobody listen to radio. Pe- listen, people are still listening to radio. People are still using stamps. And you know what people are still doing? <laughs> Contrary to what America likes to act like, they're still reading books. Yeah. I got books right now. There was a moment, though, in time where they were like, books are done. <laughs> Nobody's going to read books. That's- Get a Kindle. You know what's you know what was so wild about that 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 was a complete marketing ploy, and also just the fact that like books have been in existence for literally mm-hmm. like millennia since the Gutenberg Press. Yes, yes, long time before the Gutenberg Press. The Bible was a book for all intents and purposes. Oh, right. It may Gutenberg, not have been bound. It was like mass. Produced. It was a printing. Yeah, yeah, it may not have been bound, but like things being written. Right. Come on, man. I mean, you had a book. I do have, you know, I do have a book. You can buy my book, Small Doses, wherever you get your books and you can get the Audible wherever you get your Audibles. All right. And one day I hope I get a stamp. That's, that's something I'll say. You know what? I don't care about like Oscars and things like that, but I would like to stamp. But y'all heard it. U.S. Postal Service. Make it happen. All right. Keep it like right here. We got uh, Erica Badu talking about her fans walking out. We're going to get into it when we come back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's your favorite comedian and common sense specialist, Amanda Seals, joined by... Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, it's time for Black Hair News. Yes. We're going to talk about Miss Erica Baidu. Mm-hmm. What's up, Baidu? So recently, she called Baidu. out... <laughs> she called out fans for leaving her performance during a June 20th performance in Sacramento. And we actually have a clip. Let's play that. You got to bring him... Hold on, stop. Stop. Hold on. Where are y'all going? <laughs> Excuse me, where are y'all going? <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm not, I'm, this is rude, mother I'm singing. <laughs> where are you going? Good I just job. wanted to be Okay. Wait, let me just say, so fans on Twitter had mixed feelings about this, this singer's quote-unquote rant on stage. Some applauded that's not her- a rant, by the way. <laughs> right. I said That's why I said quote, in quote. Right, right, right. Um, some applauded her band from Jackie Jump back into the song so quickly, while others said, you know, the show was terrible. And- the show was terrible just for that? <laughs> they ain't like it. They ain't like it. I just 
just feel like this is a, that's a reflection of just this new brand of people mm-hmm. like who are just super sensitive about everything mm-hmm. and have this whole fake PR. It's a very I used to feel like, oh, like this PC thing, like y'all are really trying it by saying that it's going to like mess things up. I mean, what is the what is so difficult about just not being a jerk? But now it's OD because people can't take a joke. People don't know like the difference between like real and mm-hmm. fake. Like this to me was just like. You doing a show. Right. Also, like Jay-Z the other day, he was performing at Pharrell's Louis Vuitton show and uh, he told the crowd like, all right, put one hand in the air when this drops. And when it dropped, I guess like someone in the crowd like didn't put one hand in the air and he was like, a oh, stop. Nice. What, what you doing? Now, you all know I don't play around with that. If you come to my show and you are outwardly not enjoying yourself, I will outwardly acknowledge why you are not enjoying yourself. Because you know what happens? As a performer, you are just throwing off the vibes. Okay. You're throwing off the vibes. It's really, it's like, you're, and I know some of y'all might be thinking like, yeah, but why would you let one person throw you off? Like if everybody else is enjoying themselves. Because you can't help it. You like, <laughs> what am I not doing for you? Why are you even here? What's going on? Now, in some cases, it feels good to walk people. Like Paul Mooney says, if you don't walk at least three white people during your stand-up set, you ain't doing what you need to be doing. Damn. And so, you know, when I was in Alabama, we saw some white folks pack up <laughs> their lawn chairs and head on out. And I was like, I done did what I needed to do. See, I think it depends on whether people are in the venue. Okay, I think it depends on what kind of venue we're in. If we're like in an intimate setting, I can like see everybody. It's like, you got to participate. But also where you are, like you're looking up front. Yeah. But like, because for me, I'm not like a... Uh, like, what's like external person? Then don't sit in the front, please. <laughs> I don't. Like, know, even, know yourself. But like, even at like at church, I'll be like, just, stand, I'll just be standing there, but I'm like, I don't feel like, I'm tired. I'm just, I'm here to, to be here. Stand in the back. <laughs> stand in the back. <laughs> Unless I'm really into it. Then I'm like, or I, might, I might not know that song. So now I gotta act like I know the song. And I don't know the yeah. <laughs> I don't think people really understand how important the connection between the audience and the performer is. And no, that we are, that, we yeah. are giving so much when we're on the stage mm-hmm. and we have to get it back from y'all. So when somebody is not giving it back, it's mm-hmm. like a drain. It's like, wait, how? It's like, I don't know if you know, like in a shower head when like one of the little spigots gets oh, stopped up yeah. and you're like, wait, why is the water coming out of that? Mind you, <laughs> the rest of it is working, but right. I need to get this one to work. Need that water. Anyways, I'm not mad at it. I thought it was a showmanship. I just thought it was funny. And people were just like, that's a problem. I mean, also, I feel like Erica's very uh, yes. sarcastic. Sarcastic, yeah. sardonic, all that. Y'all don't even know who the people are that you be going to see perform. <laughs> you be acting surprised. Do some research. They said they had to get, get it to the parking lot before it got full. I said, let me go in and tip out real quick. And just let me just give you all just like some cur- some etiquette. And maybe that's what we actually could have been discussing here. Um, there are rules to etiquette, mm-hmm. to performance etiquette. One of them is, for instance, in theater, yeah. they literally don't allow you to like get up. Mm-hmm between scenes mm-hmm. or you, come in or come in like they will hold you because there are just it's a creates a disturbance not only for the person on stage but more importantly for the audience as right, well right and if you're at a show and someone is singing and you can wait and it's not like a emergency mm-hmm. or you're someone's telling jokes and you can wait and it's not an emergency wait for a beat like wait for a break right and it's not like there's an intermission but there's always a little moment little between moment, songs right. between jokes and that's when you make that move let me slide out but you in the middle of the royal. Excuse she me. She literally y'all. was <laughs> in the middle of calling Tyrone. <laughs> they said, hold the phone call. We'll be right back. <laughs> well, we'll actually be right back because we are going to talk about the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. Actually, McDonald's is not new to chicken. 
So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. We had Duran Bernard on the show, who is one of Erykah Badu's backup singers and a soloist in his own right. And we talked about daring to be different, so we'll get into that next on the Amanda, Amanda Seal show. show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. And I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. What's goody? So, Amanda, this past week on your podcast, Small Doses, you had singer, performer... Backup singer for Erica Badu, Duran Bernard on the show. Yes. And you know, last week we talked about Erica Badu on her show. Mm-hmm. And during your interview, he actually talked about how um, Erica Badu kind of like found him through, yes. his, through him doing his own creative work. Yeah. Let's just take a listen to this. I did my covers on YouTube. She saw them. And I also put out a project that was dedicated to her called Eight, the Stepson of Erica Badu. <laughs> And so she seven. I, yes, got mm-hmm, it. Yes, you know that you know the scripture. Yeah, and she saw that, blew up my Twitter, reposted the link, all that, and then the following year, January of 2011, tweeted, "Hey, I'm looking for Duran Bernard." Can I just take a moment to acknowledge though that like so many of us are in our heads with a plan right now, and we're not doing it because we think, well, there isn't a big. Um, studio attached or there isn't a big like record label attached or I don't have some level of something that makes me feel like this is valid. And honestly, sometimes you just need to do it and let people know that it's done and put it out there. Amen. Amanda Seals. Amen. Listen, it's a it's a difficult path, this creative thing. It's Mm -hmm. full of tips and I mean, what am I saying? Tipsy terziness. It's full of pivots. It full. It's it's really just not a straight ride. And once you commit to it, you're like, oh, I gotta really um, move and groove with this. And sometimes it means like DIY, mm-hmm. doing doing it from nothing and figuring out how to get that, get what you need. And look at that. He was DIY. He said he did that first project with Apple earpods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And Erica Badu said, let's get you on a stage. Looking for Duran Bernard. I mean, mm-hmm. to your point too, I think not even just doing it for like waiting for that. Just do it because you love it. Like mm-hmm. in the work, just kind of, I think, every, I think as artists, we, and I, I'm talking to myself as well. Like you look at this, like this has to be this thing. I have to make this thing and it has to have this result. And if it doesn't have this result, it's not successful. I didn't accomplish anything. But in the work of like just doing stuff, you get better, you yeah. learn, you grow. Yeah. And all those things can ladder up to something or it might not ladder up to something, but you did it because you enjoyed it and it was successful in some regard. Sometimes though, you like, I put a lot into this. I need this <laughs> thing to pop. No, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I think that, but I think that's that, that's human. That's like, I, I put a lot of effort in this. I want to reap some type of benefit yeah. from it. Yeah. But I think sometimes we have to like, remember. The what, benefit doesn't have to simply be monetary based either, right, by the right, way. Right, right, right. And sometimes people are, people are kind of me all the time, but I like this thing you did. And I'm like, it's like this thing I did, like something I just did like at a whim. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this person even watched the thing. I'm like, you watched that? Oh. 
You know, the other thing too is that people sometimes get to things late. Yes. And so that shouldn't stop you from doing it. A lot mm -hmm. of times you just ahead of your time. Somebody said this on TikTok. They was like, bank, you have to have a, a catalog. Talking about content creators. Sometimes somebody discover one video from you. Mm -hmm. And I like, okay, what else you got? What other 30 videos you done made? And you spent the past 30 days making videos, <laughs> not realizing like, oh, eventually someone will watch all these videos yeah. once they like discover me. Someone said that they uh, joined my Patreon, the Amandaverse, mm -hmm. and they were saying, you know, y'all need to get on over there because I didn't know it existed. And I got there and she was like, I got a year's worth of content mm -hmm. that I can dive into to keep on to stick, you know, to stick with this. And I was like, you know what? That makes me happy because we really, <laughs> for the record, we really do have that much content there. Check out theamandaverse.com. All right. We're going to get into some callers when we get back right here. Yes. We're going to hit these phone lines. Don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Also, by the way, you can check out that episode of Small Doses wherever you get your podcast and you can watch it at amandasealstv.com. We'll be right back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Jeremy Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And, you know, we're going to start our Monday with some calls here at, you call us anytime, y'all, at 1-855-262-6328. That's 1-855-AMANDA-8. We have a caller that has a comment from Group Chat Thursday about no contact with parents. Let's go to the phone lines. Hi, Amanda. This is Emily in Las Vegas calling about no contact. When I was 40 years old, I went no contact with my mother. Um, she passed away, and it was 18 years uh, since I had laid eyes on her or spoken to her. One of the most painful memories that I have was um, she. We I had a, a, a drug addiction for a, a lot of years from um, childhood trauma and my inability to process my feelings. And she retired from the federal, and I didn't go to the party because I was a drug addict. And I went by the house later, and the, the cake was on the table from the party. And my older, they had little figurines, and my older brother was on there with a, a golf club. My younger brother had a basketball, and the baby was playing with a toy, and I wasn't on there. And I felt that pain in my heart that I only had a couple times in my life. And I had tears in my eyes, and I looked up, and she was smirking at me. That, that was it for me. So I love the show. I'll call back. Thanks, Amanda. Keep doing what you're doing. Well, that took a turn. That's not where I thought it was go-go. I've seen a lot of, um, I feel like I've seen a lot of movies about just like parents dealing with children who are drug addicts mm -hmm. and just how difficult that is for them mm -hmm. uh, to, to even be able to let go. Like, especially if, you know, even if you watch Euphoria, you know, which is based on, you know, the creator's life, but just um, that that process of like having to really just let your child like figure it out. Mm -hmm. So to hear her mother, to hear her say her mother smirked and to see that her mother like removed her from like the family unit. And by the way, she said that her drug addiction was related to childhood trauma. Right, right. When we talked about earlier, I said sometimes when a child has something like they're dealing with, sometimes it's hard for the parents to, to take account for what have I done to contribute to this thing. Because I remember somebody said, like, as far as, like, just children's behavior, you help you meet someone who's a quote-unquote bad child instead of asking, like, instead of saying this child is, like, bad, ask, like, what happens to make this child, I'm a like, shift behavior. I'm a huge proponent of that. Because no kid wakes up one day and just, like, I'm Billy Badass. Like, Devon will always be like, oh, I was a bad kid. I was a bad kid. And I will, every time, I'm like, stop. I even told his dad. His dad was like, Devon was bad. And I was like, cut it out. Because mm -hmm. if Devon was bad, it's because you were a bad parent. And his Ooh. dad, <laughs> he was like, <gasps> But he respect me, so he knew that <laughs> I wasn't saying that loose. <laughs> Man, listen. Um, 
I really, really, really just appreciate you being so transparent mm-hmm. and sharing with us. That was really uh just I know that was a difficult thing for you to experience, uh, let alone just to share with us. But I also just want to congratulate you on your journey to sobriety and yes. and your own healing and um, being able to, you know, come around to this point and be able to say, you know, I was an addict and uh, this is why. And I'm here. So thank you so much. And kudos to you. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We are. We up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all, this is the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah. Bible. We've been here all day on this June 26th. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but we haven't gotten the word of the day. We so haven't. it is time. Okay. People been waiting. The people been waiting. It is time for the word of the day. And the word is lambent. Okay. Lambent. L-A-M-B-E-N-T. Lambent. Uh-huh. It is a as it's a verb. It's kind of like an adverb. <laughs> okay. It's many things. It's like a, it's like, cause I, you know, an adverb is basically like a descriptive verb. I was about to say, I always forget what adverbs are. I don't know why. Something about adverbs always throw Same. Me Same. Like, can you just be one thing? Um, lambent. I feel like to, to be in distress, to be agitated, to be, something. to be completely <laughs> incorrect. <laughs> Lambent, according to the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, can mean softly bright or radiant or flickering. It's often used to describe speech, writing music, and even wine that has a light, appealing quality. I thought it was in line with that wine, though. They got the nice little (laughs) undertone, a chipper. I feel like um, the artist... Victoria Monet has a very lambent tonality to her voice. I was Victoria Monet. Let me find out. Oh my mama. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've been knowing little things about new things. You seen that on TikTok? Actually, I didn't see that on TikTok. I came to talk. I follow her. Really? She follows me. Really? I came across the song and I signed up (laughs) so that I would get the download when it happens. (laughs) And so it downloaded in my phone. Not you locked in. I'm locked in. I like Victoria Monet. I do too. Mm-hmm. I do too. And I like her tonality. It's very lambent. Mm-hmm. I like her music. And I I like her uh, her writing. Yeah. She, oh, she, no, she, she used to write for Ariana a lot. There you go. People, <laughs> and people were saying like Ariana was in her R&B bag. You know what's crazy? I didn't even know that. But yet and still. <laughs> I be knowing. Shout out to Victoria Monet. Yes. All right. We're coming up this hour. We got what? We have politicians say the darndest things. Plus, we have 60 second headlines. And we got to get to the big up, let down a minute because people in their car waiting to find out what's going to happen. Uh, who are we bigging up today? You know what? We're bigging up in a different kind of way somebody today. We're bigging up somebody who is undoing a brainwashing. And I think that's a big deal. So we're going to get into that. <laughs> Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcast. Just search The Amanda Seals Show. Keep it locked because up next, we got politicians say the darndest things. Time to listen, laugh, and learn right here. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it's time for... Politicians, Politicians say the 
politicians say the darndest things. That sound effect is always so funny. <laughs> All right, y'all. Today we got 44-year-old Republican state representative from Pennsylvania, South Grove. And he doesn't want to raise minimum wage, y'all. Listen to this. Recently I attended a local chamber of commerce breakfast in my district. I asked this question to all my business owners during my remarks. How many of you pay your employees minimum wage? The answer was astonishing. One business, one single business out of the dozens of employers said they pay minimum wage. The business is a miniature golf course. And those minimum wage workers, Madam Speaker, they were high schoolers. So my colleagues amendment, renaming this the Youth Unemployment Act, would be the actually net result of this bill. Would raising the minimum wage affect this business? Absolutely, the business owner told me. This is a seasonal job requiring her to pay $15 an hour would mean raising the cost of admission. Prices are already high. Families are struggling. This bill is only going to result in the cost of playing miniature golf to rise. Now, let me tell you something, Jeremiah. (laughs) He was reading that from note cards. No, he had no. Like, he thought that that was an important enough point that he said, let me let me write this down. I can't freestyle this one, y'all. I got to make sure I hit the points. Mm -hmm. We are in a nation where inflation is on another level. By the way, the minimum wage right now is $7.25. They want to raise it to $15. Mm-hmm. In other places, minimum wage is $15 and has been for quite some time. Um, let me see. What is California? I think California, we just raised ours to 15. Like there was legislation around that. Yes. Uh, California minimum wage is $15.50. Uh, let's see New York. New York minimum wage is... 17 an hour in New York City, Long Island, and Westchester County. And it is 16 an hour for the remainder of New York State. What about Illinois? $13. And I'm naming places that are like, because New York, Illinois, let's look at Jersey, right? That are um, in proximity to Pennsylvania. 14, 13 per hour. Mm $7.25. There's no justification for this. And look at the price of eggs. Look at the price of gas. Like, what are we? You can't even get a meal at this point with 75. Like, you can't get an actual healthy meal. You probably can't even play mini golf, but it's 720. You know what? (laughs) You probably can't even go to your own job and play miniature golf. I just thought this was such a ridiculous argument to make in the defense of keeping folks underpaid. And again, it's being made by somebody who is Overpaid Mm -hmm. because these politicians who are 1000% a lot of the times not even knowledgeable about their own constituency, Mm -hmm. let alone about legislation, are being paid to just sit up here and make laws to make themselves feel good. Right. And then you made a note about inflation earlier. And like kind of found out like a lot of inflation that was happening earlier this year wasn't because of the economy. No. It's because of companies just raising their prices. Yes, literally. (laughs) Just price gouging. Literally. So there you go. That's your edition of Six Second Head. I'm sorry. That's your edition of Politicians Say the Darndest Things. And I hope that he is in the minority. I don't know what the vote ended up being, but I hope that they actually get their $15 and get them kids their money. All right. We got Six Second Headlines and we get back. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, Jeremiah. Man Seal show about to head on out. That's right. Been here all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Thank you for listening to the show. We covered quite a bit. We did. We talked about DC kids. They will get new menstrual health education next year. A mm-hmm. first in the country. So. Period. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> also, Erica Badu called out fans for leaving during her concert. We talked about that. Amanda said, don't do it at her show. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do what? Don't leave during your show. Unless I mean, that's fine. Person. No, no, you can leave. But, you know, just be respectful about when you choose to. Yeah. But when she do that moment of every excellence, you better do the choreography. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I know that for a fact. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk about a Florida judge who banned, who blocked the ban to use Medicaid for gender-affirming care, which is a plus. Shout out to the judges doing their job. And lawmakers unveil a U.S. postal stamp honoring Congressman John Lewis at the Capitol. So. And Jeremiah learned that people still use postal stamps. Mm-hmm. So it was all a great day. <laughs> I went to the... the, the uh, the post office of the day to send something and I was like so I've got the envelope and I went to the counter I'm like I think I need, I need a stamp or something like I don't know what I need like what do I do next like I don't know I haven't mailed anything in so long like so I was like a child <laughs> I'm like how do you mail something what do you do <sighs> so those are these are basic skills that are just like just I mean, I dissipating to, I know how to write, write, up, like, write the little thing on your envelope I know all that but I'm like I mean, I know I need a stamp. I'm like, how many stamps do I need? Like, right. Is there a lot of stamps? How much do the stamps cost? So. I mean, listen, postage is the whole thing. Uh, postage is the whole thing. I am adept at postage because I have a mother who really prides herself on really knowing the ins and outs of postage. Like, she's really about that life. You could have got me. You could have been like $20. I'd have like, okay. <laughs> Here you go. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can check out the latest Amanda Steele Show podcast episode available wherever you get your podcasts. Also, stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. And keep your calls and comments coming in. Our lines are open 24-7 at 155-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up on Tuesday's show, we're going to have all your Black Hurt news, the Big Up Let Down, six-second headlines, plus Georgia's police department faces backlash after using photos of a Black man as target practice. I've heard this before in other places. I can't believe they're doing it again. Also, uh, I'll make sure to have a special feature of some kind for you all as well. All that and more on Tuesday's Amanda Steele Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. The Amanda Steele Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, let's go. Amanda Seal show. I was, I, mean, I literally hosted the BET Awards you in 2020. Did. You did. But I need, if I'm going to be invited to ho- to something that I've already hosted, like I need to have a red carpet. Like coming up Tuesday, more Blackberry news, the big up let down. And Georgia Police Department is facing backlash after using photos of a black man as target practice. Tacky. Also, I'm going to do my segment, Watch Don't Watch. So for all of my TV and film lovers, I'm going to let you know what you should watch and what you should not waste your time on. All that is coming up on Tuesday's Amanda Seal show.